Sienna Bernstein knew the second she opened her eyes and saw daylight streaking into her room that something was horribly wrong. Why wasn't it still dark outside? She sat up, grabbed her itinerary off her nightstand, and squinted at it through half-open eyes. Oh, my God, she gasped and leapt out of bed, tripping over the sleeping bag on the floor. Get up, Lizzie, now! She tugged on her jeans, then nudged the motionless mound in the sleeping bag with her foot. A muffled groan rose from its depths, followed by a shock of rumpled red hair. Sienna, if you're waking me up for any reason other than an earthquake or an Ashton Kutcher sighting, you're going to have to find a new best friend, Lizzie said, pulling a pillow over her head. Sienna gave the sleeping bag a yank while trying desperately to tie her favorite orange and pink batik scarf around her waist. Seriously, I am in full crisis mode right now. We overslept. My plane leaves in three hours. It'll take us two just to get to the airport. That did the trick, and Lizzie was throwing on her clothes in a matter of seconds. I knew we should have set an alarm. Your mom never remembers to wake us up. She glanced at her watch. We'll make it. You're just going to have to let me drive to the airport. Sienna ran a brush through her jet black hair, ignoring the few stragglers that refused to lie flat against her head. This from the girl who's gotten three speeding tickets in less than six months? She snorted. Good luck convincing my mom. Lizzie glared at her. Do you or do you not want to get to Germany before the school semester starts? Sienna grinned. Yes, I want to get to Germany. Then I drive, Lizzie said triumphantly. Fine. Sienna grabbed her shoes and raced to the bedroom door. I've got to go downstairs and get my mom. Then she froze as her eyes fell on her empty suitcase. She had packed and unpacked at least five times since yesterday afternoon, and finally, at two in the morning, decided to sleep on it before trying again. This had not been a wise decision. Oh, crap. I could have at least picked which underwear to bring. Now what? We decided spontaneous packing was more zen, remember? Your words, not mine. Lizzie shrugged. At the time, it seemed like a good idea. Sienna sighed. There was no way she could put together a whole semester's wardrobe in 15 minutes. Help! She started, looking over the piles of discarded clothes all over the floor. I'll pack, Lizzie said. You go get your mom and say goodbye to Foster. The poor guy's probably down there crying into the cappuccino machine right now. Sienna hesitated. This was the story of her life. Whenever she needed to plan ahead, her brain flat out rebelled. It was one thing for her to agonize over which of her clothes to bring to Munich for three months— it was another thing entirely to agonize over what outfits Lizzie would pack for her. Sienna was all about bohemian panache. Tunics and sarongs were her domain. Lizzie, on the other hand, was halters and extra low-rise jeans. The possibilities were frightening, but if she didn't get moving, she wouldn't make it to international soil at all. Sienna shrugged and headed for the door. Don't forget to pack my good luck tea. Lizzie pulled up. Buddha is my own boy shirt from the pile on the floor. Would I ever? And don't pack anything that screams American tourist, she yelled over her shoulder. I'll try not to be insulted by that.
Lizzie called back. Sienna ran down the back stairs to her family's cafe, leaving Lizzie to the haphazard packing. As she stepped through the back door of Sweet Sarah's, she breathed in the warm smell of brewing coffee and fresh-baked muffins. Sometimes the ocean breeze carried the scent up the stairs to the second-floor apartment where she and her mom lived. She'd miss that smell over the next few months, along with all the other things about the cafe that she loved. The worn books that lined shelves along the back of the space, free for browsing. The knight in rusty armor, dubbed Mo, suspended above the coffee bar. The red London phone booth in the corner that she and her mom were especially proud of salvaging from the local junkyard, although they still wondered how it had gotten there in the first place.